0: I'm going to pray the sinner's prayer and I want you to pray it with me and believe it with all of your heart. Saying words won't save you, but if you believe them, they will. Now let us pray and I'm going to ask Donnie and the all to help me here. Now let's pray and say it with me. Dear God in heaven. Dear God in heaven. I come to you. I come to you. I'm so, sorry for my sins. I'm so sorry for my sins, the way I've lived, the, way I've lived. The, things I've
1: the things I've done. That's the voice of Jimmy Swaggart, who was a popular American evangelist and pastor in the 90s, leading people in the sinner's prayer, the number one way most people of faith or how people enter their faith. Welcome to today's episode. My name is Pastor Wa, together with Sami Moradi. In today's episode, we'll be discussing Sami's story, Sami's conversion story. We'll be asking ourselves, is there power in how people come into the faith? We'll be asking ourselves, what does it mean when people pray the sinner's prayer? What's the effect of the sinner's prayer? Does it have power beyond the day you pray it? Does it change you? What's the effect of people coming into a life of faith? Well, let's dig right in. And here is Sami. I spoke with him on the phone from Washington, D.C., from where he is. And uh, he will tell us his story. it was interesting talking to you because uh you know you you told me you came to faith at a camp at a at a christian camp and in the on the kenyan coast um you came to an awareness of um your need for jesus christ to save you and, and and turn your life around
2: uh yeah um so you know i think uh like most people i would say um most people find their faith when they're teenagers, you know, that, that's when you, I guess you're asking a lot of the big questions, um, trying to find yourself, you know, independent from your parents, as a, you're not, you, you realize you're not an extension of your parents anymore, you're, you're your own person. So I think um, most people that are going to be exposed to faith are going to come to some level of faith um, during their high school years. So mm-hmm. I think for me it wasn't that different um i was I was really um acting out you know just really on a rebellious path uh being in boarding school uh, co- constantly in loggerheads at loggerheads with my dad you know um and so by the time I went to this camp in the in, uh, in uh, at the coast of kenya I, I was so bad <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, I think uh, the, the purpose for sending me to camp was to try and redeem me somewhat. Right. Uh, now my sisters also came uh, which was a great opportunity. We had never been to the coast, all three of us. So mm-hmm. it was very exciting. But but I think I was ready for the picking because um, I, I was constantly in conflict. Right. Uh, constantly in conflict with authority, with my parents, constantly in conflict with myself. Um, and so during camp, um, so, some accident almost happened, where uh, almost uh, a major calamity almost happened with one person hmm. um, during a swimming event um, at the ocean. Right. And so I realized it was, it was watching that happen, I realized if, if I was to die today, right. based on what I know about myself, and knowing that there is, with certainty, that there is a heaven and there's a hell, yeah. I was pretty sure that if I died today, I would go to hell. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. not a very hard thing to come uh, to. And so right. uh, I remember being uh, scared, uh, but also knowing that um, I had this need to go to talk to a a uh, counselor, so that I could be led to Jesus. I, kn- I knew this was what what was going to happen, and so um, it was actually a very romantic. Pastor, <laughs> so, this was a very romantic conversion. <laughs> <Ew. What? laughs> I was I was actually seated uh, with this counselor. Uh, we were seated right on the rocks on the beach mm-hmm. um, at Diani. The there, nice, and, yeah. um, beautiful beach. The Love sun that. was coming up. Oh yeah, yeah, um, and the ca- sun was coming up hmm. uh, over the ocean. Uh, And so it was still and calm as crazy. Hmm. It was just beautiful. And right there, he asked me, do you want a relationship with Jesus? I said, yes. And he led me through a prayer of accepting Jesus in my heart, Hmm. which I did. It was was actually pretty emotional. And sure enough, when, when I had actually said amen, I felt a real burst of joy. You know, a, a real burst of of new energy and joy, like a, a new energy for life. So I was a brand new person walking back into camp. That's right. And by the time we went back home um, to Nakuru, uh, the change was was pretty obvious. That um, I definitely was all about Jesus now, and um, I really, really, uh, it was it was one of those things where if somebody was to ask me. Uh, what the value for my conversion was, uh, was the drastic, drastic um, change in perspective and behavior. Um, So that when I went back to Nakuru, um, that that, 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 that there was a definite change. Um, I went back, I announced to my parents that I'd gotten saved, and my dad was somewhat skeptical. Um, I went over to uh, our neighbors, you know, my mom's best friend, who was a teacher at the same school my mom was a teacher at. And so I went over to the house and, uh, and announced to her that I was saved now. Uh, she had been praying for me for years. Yeah. And so it was, it was just one of those things where uh, I was very, very excited for life. I went back to, to uh, boarding school, announced to the school that I was, I was born again. And I, I, I have to tell you, it was, it was actually pretty comical. Oh, really? <laughs> Everybody was very, very skeptical. And, and, Extremely sceptical. They they told me, uh, they gave me a day and then uh, turned into a couple of days, into a week,
1: and was a was month. Was that because you were notoriously a bad kid or you, or was it just because people didn't believe these sort of things or they had seen, you know, sort of people come through and say they're saved, but now, you know, they no longer I, are. I, I,
2: yeah, I I wouldn't say I was a bad kid, Pastor Right. Hey. <laughs> um...
1: Well, you said you were pretty bad.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I, I'm taking that back. What I, I think I was just uh, confused. Well, you were <laughs> so a teenager. Was not...
1: Right. You were yeah, you were sort I of was. rebellious, of course. And you're trying to figure out your way in the world. That's That sort of comes right. with it. Right.
2: Exactly. But to most adults, I was a very bad kid. Right. <laughs> and uh, to the teachers and to the headmaster at my school. Um, so i was i was indeed one of those people that um if knowing myself and if i was to project and and kind of stand outside my body and 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 look hmm. and ask do would i have believed that that person changed um just after going for holiday and coming back to school i wouldn't have believed it it would have been too drastic of a change and so but i, I held on um the hmm. last year of high school um i i held on to to the lord um held on to the teaching uh it was so drastic a change that by the end of that year uh Mm -hmm. the headmaster at the school um had us from fours all for assembly excuse Mm -hmm. me and he announced that um, he believes that people can change because he has seen one person change (laughs) so drastically (laughs) (laughs) and he called me up he actually called me up front and said if if uh, getting saved is something that um, anybody was considering, that I was a good example for why, um, you know. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> <Not, not> drastic. <laughs> the headmaster uh, deemed it necessary to call me up front, one of all the kids. Yeah. To talk about how drastically uh, changed that was. In God, fact, me. They had been suspended uh, in, in high school. The form four class had been suspended at some point hmm. uh, before the before the mock exam and. Uh, because I think we refused to eat, it was really bad food, and we were all chased away, went home. When I came back with my, my mom, after the teacher meeting, the headmaster asked to see her and me personally in his office. And, and I, I just knew, okay, this is it. My future is done. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm all gone. Right. And uh, we got to the office, and uh, he pretty much told my, my mom, this is the one case. In all the years of, of being a teacher, I have not seen anybody change as drastically as your son. Oh wow! That was uh, in a nutshell how you know there are obviously many more layers of that story, but that's how I came to to faith, um, and that became my modus operandi, you know, for the next couple
1: of decades. Mm -hmm. I assume because you had such a dramatic uh, transformation in your, I guess, your behavior, which is what people can see, obviously, externally, then uh, transformation then obviously suddenly becomes almost a significant part of your faith walk. You, you must be <laughs> one of the people convinced absolutely that, at least at the time then, that if somebody comes into faith, then they, they certainly uh, have a transformation that directly has a serious impact on their behavior, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, and in fact, um, now reflecting on it, mm-hmm. the, the, the I think in ministry is specifically christian evangelical ministry you know um i think behavior is pretty much the the primary in indicator of of change of right. this relationship with christ right that we, we see this switch in behavior and even if you're deemed to be a good person mm. um there's certain behaviors that uh, would reflect that the. Indeed, there, is a, there has been an inner change. That indeed you have gone through, th- through the transformation. So, for example, even if you are a good person, you know, you don't have extreme behavior right. of any kind, getting saved might mean that now uh, you, you go to church more often. You know, you, you, you go to prayer meetings, you show up to certain events, hmm. um, you are seen to be carrying your religion in the back pocket everywhere. You know, you're praying for food. Hmm. Uh, you're the one that is starting to be asked to pray for food, you know, by people around you. Um, so, the, you know, e- evangelism. You know, hey, um, Jesus is coming back and he is coming to take his harvest. Right. And so you need to win as many people as possible. So. Even for those people that do not have extreme behaviour in terms of rebellion or or quote-unquote bad behaviour, behaviour is definitely an indicator of change. And so for me, I don't think that people necessarily cared that I had an internal change. They just cared that I became a better person. Mind actually delving a little bit into what the Sinner's Prayer is.
1: So the the idea is is off of the Book of Romans in the New Testament. For for those who do not know what you know, the concept comes from, especially in an evangelical Christian evangelical setting, is uh, I think it's Romans chapter ten. Is, uh it says, if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and, and God raised him from the dead, then you shall be saved. And so the, the idea is to say, if you believe, then you have to make confession for, you know, you believe in your heart and with your mouth, you confess unto salvation. And if you do that, you're saved. That's, that's pretty much the context. And so while people are being brought into the Christian faith, that seems to be the first door, through which they to walk through is the sinner's prayer, which explains. I mean, there was a huge evangelical Pentecostal movement in Africa, really, in the eighties uh, and in the nineties. You know, spearheaded by Bonnke and and some of the other. You know, Reinhard Bonke was a German uh, evangelist. Which there was a lot yeah, of still active today. He still is. Yeah, is is an old man. He's retired now. I think he's in Florida. But the the work he started still, you know, is still very prevalent. And you find a lot of that happening is praying a sinner's prayer, an acknowledgement of your sin and guilt and a confession that you need a savior. And then an invitation to, for Jesus to come into your heart. And I think that's taken from Revelation, I think 320. And Jesus says, you know, behold, I stand uh, at the door and knock. And if you hear my voice will open, I'll come in and dine with you. And that's a very, very, common uh, sort of entry point into the christian faith
0: with my mouth with my mouth I confess, I confess the lord jesus the lord jesus in my heart in my heart right now right now i believe i believe i believe i believe that God raised Jesus.
2: I'm pretty sure a lot of people, you know, the the whole thing about how people come to faith, especially in, uh, in high school, Mm-hmm. or during those years in high school, maybe maybe university. You know, it, the concept of right and wrong, most people grow up with a very clear concept of right and wrong and how that's, that has consequences. Do you think that it's because, is it is it the introduction of, of destiny? Or what is it that happened in high school that makes it so important to personalize this faith, you know?
1: I've always wondered what, uh, if I would have turned out differently, if a different message was, or at least the gospel at the time was, com- was communicated to me in a different sense. You know, I, that I, I just wasn't driven to it by fear of judgment or doom. If I, which now is John 3.16, the message is preached off of John 3.16, that for, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son.
2: what else are you gonna what else is an indication of transformation isn't it do you you still not have to come around full circle to behavior that behavior is really so for example how is kenya you know and this could be a topic for another day but how is kenya a christian nation and yet behavior wise right yeah we still you know the country is still considered one of the most corrupt countries right is behavior is the collective behavior an indication of the connection to that christianity or is it or is it just hypocrisy yeah you know yeah. what is it that happens there